presents Into the West. Old-time radio westerns that share the stories of the men and women who claimed the West. The cowboys and ranchers, the gunslingers and gamblers, the lawmen and the lawbreakers. These are the tales of the frontier of the intrepid pioneers who ventured into the West. episode of Into the West, we'll hear from Death Valley Days, a long-running series, first aired in 1930, ran on radio until 1945, then reappeared on television in 1952 and continued there until 1975, after 18 seasons. Only found a handful of radio episodes so far, including this one dated June 17, 1938. Here's The Burrow Who Had No Name. Sure they do. Why, the word burrow is as common as, as horse. 
Well, where you come from, maybe. Everywhere. It's not in the encyclopedia. How do you know? Because I looked. When you told us last week about this burrow story, I thought I'd, well, study up a bit on burrows. Oh, steal a march on the audience, eh? <laughs> so you went to the encyclopedia. Yes, and I took down the volume labeled Bray, B-R-A-I, to cast. Bray, well, that was a good thing to look under. <laughs> <laughs> Just the same, the word burrow was nowhere to be found. Maybe you don't know how to spell it. B-U-R-R-O. <laughs> That's right. You're sure it wasn't there? Absolutely. From Elihu Burrett, they jumped right to John Burroughs. Well. So then I turned to Donkey, and all it said there was C-Ass. <laughs> <laughs> and all it said there, I suppose, was C-Balaam. <laughs> well, since you couldn't find the word burrow in your dictionary, George, I'll enlighten you. A burrow is the same as a donkey, or a jackass. In the desert, we generally call them jacks for short. They stand about four foot high, their coats are spurry, their ears is long, their tails is sort of like a piece of rope frayed at the end. Their hoofs is small and sharp, but their teeth is big and sharp, and their voices is something fearful. <laughs> there you are. And now since you got a mental picture of the animal, well, let's get going on the yard. The scene opens in the mining camp of Rhyolite. It's the year 1905. Walter Scott Smith, known as Smitty, and his partner, Ole Martin, are negotiating with a feller in Rhyolite for a string of burrows with which to start out into the hills. Yeah. Now, if you can just fix us up with a couple of good riding burrows, I can give you two of the finest riding burrows in Nevada. Blackjack here and Samson. How much? Fifty apiece. Fifty? We'll give you thirty. Ah, uh, you go to blazes. Why them pack animals bring thirty-five. Holy smoke. Well, that's highway robbery. Try and buy them somewhere else, then. Thirty-five dollars for a pack burrow? And fifty for a saddle burrow. These two critters is worth it, too. I have rode them both myself, and I know. Why, Blackjack brought me once all the way from Gold Circle to Battle Mountain. A sixty-mile trip in ten hours. And Sam, we'll give you a 40 apiece for them. 50 or not. I never paid as much as $50 for a burrow in my life. Well, I'll tell you what I can do. I can give you a cheaper pack burrow in place of one of them you picked out. Yeah? Which one? Uh, that one over yonder, sniffing at the pile of tin cans. Now, I could the give you... The white him... burrow? Yeah. I'll let you have him for uh, $20. I wouldn't take him as a gift. 15 You think I'd be fool enough to go prospecting with a white burrow? Hey, what's the matter with a white burrow? Well, they're unlucky, that's what. Unluckiest thing there is. So <laughs> <laughs> you don't really believe that, do you? <laughs> we could swing $15. You ain't suggesting that we buy that white jack. Well... Pay $15 for a Jonah, a Jinx, a Hoodoo. Only you're crazy. You must have been out walking in the sun without your hat on. He ain't really white, Smitty. He, he's kind of gray. He's as white as you or me. Well, we ain't exactly lilies. I'll make you a price of $12 for him. How's that? You shut up. Now, I'm talking to your partner. If he buys that white fur off of you, he's no longer my partner. Oh, Smitty. I mean it, Ole. You and me's been prospecting together since Panamint days. We've slept under the same blanket, drunk out of the same canteen, gone 50-50 on every strike we've made. I, I think a heap of you. But if you pay as much as two bits for that, that ill wind yonder, our trails is going to part. So help me. I guess we'll just take four burrows, mister. 
was on their second night out. Holy and Smitty were finished with their supper, and Holy went over to feed the leavings to the burrows. Coming. One at a time now. Why, hello. What's the matter? Am I counting noses right? One, two, three. One of our jacks missing? No, we... Seems we've acquired an extra one. Got five now, huh? Yeah. Well, if those fool greenhorns don't know enough to tie their critters up, they deserve to lose them. Let me have a look. So... Huh? It's the white burr. Well, it's a white burr. It's the same white burr that that sharper in Ryle I tried to palm off on it. Oh, now, that ain't likely, Smitty. I recognize him. In the dark, What's like more, he recognizes us. Look at that glint in his eye. Well, I don't see no glint. He's a-grinning at us, gloating over us. It's a blasted little devil. You're to blame for this, Ole. It's all your fault. My fault? It's all account of you he's followed us here. And it's up to you now to get rid of him. Well, how? How? You ask me how? Well... We'll fire rocks at him. Cuss him. Kick him. I wouldn't want to do that. All right, then I will. Uh, no, you leave him to me. I, I'll make it plain to him that he ain't welcome around here. Well, see that you do. Pronto. I'll be washing up the supper thing. All right. I'll hear you, critters. Here's your grub. Now, don't you be so greedy, Samson. Don't you know there's others to share with? You through with that tail yet, Ole? Yep. Then I'll take it and wash it along with the frying pan and... Ole Martin. What's the matter? You fed that burra. Which burra? The white burra. Ah, now, Smitty. You needn't deny it. Look at him licking his lips. Well, that's just... uh... Just some bacon grease he's trying to get off his whiskers. You're imagining things, Smitty. Is that piece of flapjack sticking to his nose, my imagination? Oh, well... You fed that burra. And you just promised me you'd get rid of him. I will, Smitty, honest. Honest. Right away. It's too late. We'll never be rid of him now. That evil little blighter will trail us wherever we go, bringing us nothing but bad luck. Look, he's leaving now. What did I tell you? Yeah. He's walking right off into the desert. You see, he's savvy. He's savvy that supper is over. But he'll be back. You just wait and see. The next morning, when Holy opened his eyes, he... He looked around fearfully, then he breathed a sigh of relief. The white burrow was nowhere in sight. <laughs> With breakfast over, the partners packed up their outfit and moved on farther into the hills. That evening, they, they made a dry camp, and while Smitty unpacked and prepared supper, Holy went off with one of the pack burrows to rustle a supply of firewood. It was almost dark when he returned. Begun to think he was lost or had struck gold, maybe. No, just that wood was scarce. This critter wanted to lay down all the time. Mm-hmm. Hey, what smells so good? I got a treat for us tonight. What is it? Fresh bread. No. Uh huh. Why, you old son of a gun. Hey, too low. Where are they? In the Dutch oven, keeping warm. Mm-hmm. Fresh bread. Yes, sir. Hey, when it's my turn to do the cooking, I produce real grub. Well, if you're casting aspersions on my meal, Hey, what else are we going to have? Mulligan, coffee, Dawson Plum. With a loaf of bread apiece? Why, that ought to do it. Hey, we're saving one of them loaves for tomorrow. Ah, oh, don't be stingy. You call a, a half a loaf of bread stingy? Say, them big loaves. 
Well, I could eat a whole batch without any help. I'm hungry as a wolf. Well, everything's ready as soon as you are. Well, then, let's eat. All right. I'll be decent up the mulligan. And I'll get the bread out of the oven. That oven was a good buy, Oldie. Yeah. Wait till you see the crust of that bread. A nice, even, golden brown. Where'd you say it was, Smitty? What? The bread. Why, right where you're looking, in the oven. No, it ain't. Sure it is. I tell you, it ain't. The oven's empty. Say, what have you been drinking? Well, if you don't believe me, come on and look for yourself. Yeah, well, you never could find that in the See? Well, I'll be dark. Where'd you put Me? You sneaked him out and hit him. I know. I, I did nothing of the kind. Come on, tell me. Why well, ain't so much as laid eyes on them loaves of bread, Smitty, I swear. Well, somebody took them. They was in this oven here not five minutes ago. You sure? Of course I'm sure. I come over and took a look at them, see if they was done, just before you come in. You don't suppose one of the burrs could have stolen them, do you, while your back was turned? Well, how could a burrow lift up the lid of a Dutch oven and carry off two loaves of bread? You'd have to be educated. Blame this thing I ever know. Two loaves of bread disappearing here and here and here and here and here. You didn't think them at all. Maybe you just dreamed. You smelled them, didn't you? Well, that's right, I did. Holy, yeah. Something. Uh, what is it, old boy? What's happened? Oh, 
Come over uh, here by the fire where I can see you. His eyes is closed tight, and his head's all swelled up. Say, what in tarnation? Looks queer around the jaw, too. Open your mouth, fella, and let's have a look. Open your mouth. Won't, <laughs> huh? He can't. His teeth is clenched. What is it, lockjaw? Rattlesnake bite. Huh? Look, here on the nose. You can see where the fangs went in. Yes, sir. He's done for, then. We may be able to save him. Save him? We'll do our best anyhow. Are you crazy? Where's that permanganate of potassium? Holy! Oh, here it is. What are you going to do? Rub it in the wound, of course. Holy, you... Stand still, old fella. I won't hurt you. Now, this is going to do you good. (laughs) Holy, have you went clean out of your senses? This critter's a jinx. A hoodoo. We can't just stand by and watch him die. Well, why not? We don't want him. Nobody wants him. That makes no difference. He's a poor, dumb animal, and he's in misery. Then put him out of it. Or just what I'm trying to do. Now, I mean, shoot him, you fool. No. Oh, you wait. put that gun down. You quit working on him then. I can't, Smitty. Don't you see I can't? Why can't you? He come to us for help. He trusts us. Trusts us. The white burrow. Well, it ain't his fault. He was born white. Holy... Look. His eyes is opening. The potassium permanganate is beginning to work. Oh. His jaw is loosening. Now, if I can just get some whiskey down him. Hey, that's my whiskey. It's our whiskey. Here, boy. Holy, I've stood for a lot. But if you pour so much as one drop of that liquor down that white farming throat, we bust up, you and me. Tip your head back. That's it. Now, let me stick the bottle in between your teeth. So. Holy, I'm warning you. A little more. There. Now, we're through. Yeah. We're through, Smitty. You can take your pick of the burrs, Ole, and your share of the grub and things. You're not going on? No. I'm going back to Rhyolite. And now, uh, ten days later, in a brilliantly lighted saloon in Rhyolite, we find Smitty doing his best to forget about Ole and the white burrs. Hey, 
Say, he's trying to tell you something, Smitty. Oh, I ain't interested. Well, something's troubling him. Yeah, his conscience, maybe. You don't suppose something could have went wrong, do you, with Ole? Be his own fault if it did. I just wondered. Well, what could have happened to him? Oh, nothing most likely. Oh. I... Ole's an old desert rat. He knows all the water holes in Nevada. Got plenty of grub. Well, that being the case, how about another drink? Well, no. No, I've had enough, thanks. This one's on the house. Now, I can't stop now. All right, you. Where is he? Is he here in Rhyolite? No? Then show me where. Hey, Smitty, where are you going? Wherever this critter takes me. You mean I'm going to look up Ole? Well, it was just about sundown of the third day out that they found him. Laying unconscious at the bottom of a narrow canyon. Ole. Thank the Lord he's still alive. Ole. Huh? It's me, Smitty. Smitty? I, I come as fast as I could. Oh. <coughs> he wrung your head, did he? Straight as a die. Good boy. He he turned up in Rhyolite. Just like I told him to. I, I know right off that something was wrong. What happened, Ole? Where you hurt? My leg. Broke? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can see. I was following some float up the mountain. It was getting dark. Like a fool, I didn't want to stop and Somehow or other, I lost my foot and then fell. Clear down here? Yeah. Oh. It's a wonder you wasn't killed outright. Uh, shows how tough I am. <laughs> Gosh. I know I could never make it back to town, even if I had a bird to ride. What happened to you, birds? Uh, they went off. I don't know where. All but this fellow. <laughs> he stuck by me until I, I sent him away to get help. I figured I had enough water to last me till you could get here. If you'd come. Why, Olea, of course I'd come. I I didn't know. I was sort of afraid. You think I'd let you die out here alone? Alone with my samples. Huh? Uh, they're around here, Summers. Samples? Of ore. I want to cross something mighty good, Smitty. Here. Here's one of them. Take a good look at it. Let me see. High green. I'll say. Real picture rock. I'll bet she has says a trip to Europe for ton. If we wanted to go to Europe. Which we don't. We? You and me. Oh, but... But, Ole, I... We're still partners, ain't we, Smitty? Ole, I... I don't deserve it, after. After the way I treated you. Heck, you just saved my life, didn't you? It wasn't me. It was the White Borough. The White Borough. Ole. Yeah? Have you named him yet? No. Then let's give him a name. Now. Smithy. After all, he's earned it. You know what it'll mean, don't you? That he'll be ours for the rest of his life. Yes. All right. I'm willing You have been listening to another true story of Death Valley Days, brought to you by the Pacific Coast Borax Company. Producers of 20 Mule Team Borax for household use, 20 Mule Team Borax soap chips in the big blue and yellow sunshine box for washing clothes and dishes, and the new Boraxo for toilet use. Your grocer can supply you with all of these products. All of them are inexpensive. All of them bring the miracle of Borax into your home in convenient form. For example... 20 Mule Team Borax, in its neat red and white and black package, is the perfect cleanser for ice boxes. 
Why? Because 20 Mule Team Borax is a gleaming white powder that is clean as desert sunshine itself and absolutely odorless. Just what you want to cleanse food containers. Take a pan or bucket of warm water and dump some 20 Mule Team Borax in it. Wring out a clean cloth or sponge in it and wipe the entire inside of the icebox. Take the cube trays out and wash them separately. Again, in warm water in which 20 Mule Team Borax has been dissolved. When you are through, you'll have the satisfaction of knowing that your icebox, where most of the family food is kept in summer, is absolutely sweet and clean, with no odor left from the cleansing to spoil the flavor of the food. The next week, the old ranger's tale concerns Joshua Norton, emperor of the United States and protector of Mexico. You must hear it, so be sure to plan joining us at this same hour next week over this station. to the West for this week. There'll be more Tales of the Frontier next Sunday, but in the meantime, there's more old-time radio at relicradio.com. Past episodes of this show, all the other shows, thanks to our forum, shoutcast stream, and everything else, Relic Radio. Thanks for joining me today. I'll be back next week with another episode of Into the West. <laughs>